Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show, Money Goes and Trees podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled, in 2024, are you playing chess or checkers when it comes to your money? Are you playing chess or checkers when it comes to your money? <clears throat> so if you don't know how to play chess, uh, it's a more advanced than checkers. You, usually when you're a kid, and this is what happened to me, when I was a kid, I learned how to play checkers. It's where you jump, you know, you, you, so the red and the black, and you jump each other, and you king yourself at the end, and that's checkers, right? It's quite an easy game to understand. It's quick. It's very reactive. There's not a lot of strategy to it. And it's a simple game, right? Doesn't require, you can't win the game of checkers in one or two. You can't win it in two moves. You have to take a lot of moves to win a game of checkers. And so I love chess, which is different to checkers. And you graduate from checkers, at least I did when I was a kid, to chess. And I learned how to play chess. And chess is more of a strategic game. And you can actually win chess in very few moves, right? It's not so furious as checkers and you don't need to do as much. And so when it comes to your money, I really want to encourage you to play a game of chess as opposed to checkers, okay? So let me explain what I mean. So recently, in fact, I read a book recently called, uh, it's actually the Elon Musk biography by the same guy that wrote the Steve Jobs biography. I forget what his name is, but he recently wrote the, the newest Elon Musk biography and it's an excellent book. Uh, it's about 800 pages. It's massive. But get the book and read it. It is really good. I, I learned so many lessons um, about entrepreneurship uh, and, and other things too, reading the book. So in the book, Elon, played, he talks about this game that he plays. It's an app called Polytopia. And he said it's a strategy game. And, and all his friends and his brother and him, they all got hooked <laughs> playing this strategy game. And so I went and downloaded it. I started playing it. And I also got hooked, okay, because I enjoy strategy. Keeps my mind active and... I know, I was just curious. So I started playing it. I got hooked. I was like, oh my God. And I'd, I'd, I'd be playing it. I'd look down at my phone. It'd be like 2.30 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, oh my God, I got to get to sleep. So beware if you download the app and start playing it. Anyway, I was telling someone about this at a party recently. I said, oh, that's awesome. So they, they downloaded the app and they said, you know, do you play chess? I was like, yeah, I love chess. I'm, you know, I love to play. I haven't played for a while, but I love it. And they said, well, there's a great app called chess.com. Now, how I don't know about chess.com is beyond me, but it's an amazing, it's huge. Like the grandmasters of the world play on chess.com. Magnus Carlsen plays on chess.com. Um, you know, a few of the others, he's the only one I know off the top of my head. He's the number one in the world. Anyway, so I, I had chess.com and I'm playing and I played, in the last week I've played 97 games of chess. <laughs> so I'm now addicted to that app, which is fine. So anyway, it got me thinking, you know, about wealth and it's this, uh, this is a lesson from my, you know, a, a bit of a prelude to my new book, Time Rich, which comes out. We have a planned date to bring that out by August of this year. Um, and it's a big, hairy, audacious goal this year to get that book out and to be uh, a, a sensation, right? That's our big, hairy, audacious goal. And so in the book, I talk a little bit about this, but um, right, lately I've been playing a lot of chess. So when it comes to your money... Most people are playing checkers. What I mean by that is that they're very reactive. They're taking a lot of moves to make money and moves they don't have to make because they're furiously busy. 
instead of productive and wealthy. And there's a massive difference. And I've done an episode on that. And when it comes to wealth creation, busyness doesn't live with wealth. They just don't live together. In fact, they often live apart. But most people don't think that because they get caught up in this whole, I feel busy, so I must be productive, so I must be wealthy. And it's incorrect. Um, It's better to work smarter and less hard than it is to work really hard and less smart. It really is. So in a game of checkers, when it comes to your money, more often than not, people are just working really hard. They're doing lots of activity, but they're not getting, they're not winning the game. And in chess, it got me thinking, you know, how many moves can you actually make in chess to win the game? And so I Googled it and it turns out that the world record for minimum number of moves in chess is two. Because in chess, you checkmate the king. You, You corner the king, king can't move anywhere and it's called a checkmate, right? And that's when you win the game, effectively. But what's interesting about chess is that it's also a timed game. So you're under time pressure. Whereas checkers that I know of is not a timed game. So chess is more, it's more realistic to what life is because in life, it's a timed game too. In life, we have 85 years. Statistically, we have 85 years on the clock to get a checkmate. In your wealth, you know, in your money, getting a checkmate means, you know, being financially independent and free and, and really, you know, wealthy. And so... It's very similar to that. So it's like, well, instead of playing a game of checkers with my money and just doing lots of different things and not getting any closer to wealth, why wouldn't I just start to think smarter about money? Think what are, what are some different moves I can make to actually win this game of wealth? Not in as many moves as I can, but in the fewest amount of moves I can. And it really reminds me of this book by Gary Keller called The One Thing. If you haven't read that book either, that's a wonderful book. The underlying message in that book is, what's the one thing that when I complete it, it makes everything else on my plate go away. It makes everything else I had on my to-do list redundant. And that is how chess is, if, because it's a timed game, you don't want to make a ton of moves. You want to be strategic, you want to be smart, and you want to checkmate the king in it. The, the fewest amount of moves as possible. Same with life. You don't really want to have to take 85 years to get rich. You, you, I know everyone wants to do it fast and young and everything like that. You gotta be a little bit careful because in chess, when you, when you play too fast because of the time constraints, you make mistakes. So there's this nice balance. So when it comes to your wealth, most people are super fearful of making mistakes in general. So they just make as many moves as possible and they build wealth over 50 years and they just, it just takes a long time. I would encourage you to rather than be living in a reactive world of money where you're reacting to everything around you and that's and your money's just going to places because of your reaction and not being proactive, I would encourage you to start making more strategic moves, okay, than reactive moves. And I'd start to think about what Gary Keller talks about. So this year, or even this week, today, this week, this month, this year, what are some of the things I can do that moves my wealth dial 10 times further with less effort? And it reminds me of this other book by Ben Hardy and Dan Sullivan called 10X is easier than 2X. So what things can you do today, this week, and this month, instead of just doing the normal process of reacting to everything and being on automation and just doing what you've done in the past, take some time to think and start thinking strategically and start thinking what's the one thing that if I achieve it, it makes the other things I was going to do go away. So it saves all this time. And what's the one thing I can do that will 10X my wealth that doesn't require me to do all these moves and do all this activity and create all these problems. And so it will asking these questions will actually force you to change your approach to wealth. And it does remind me of this story by Charlie Munger. I'm, I'm going to do an episode 
on the 17 lessons I learned from Charlie Mama because it got like three or 400 shares off my Instagram. And I think it's worthwhile exploring those lessons with you and how I've adopted them, but that's a different episode. So what Charlie Mama, I love this story about his chess moves, okay? Because this is how wealth is built, guys. It's not built, it's not built like checkers, like thousands and thousands of moves. Yes, I've been through that. Yes, it's very difficult to avoid. I'm not saying don't get into massive action, but I'm saying don't be busy for busy's sake. Just be thoughtful and sensible about taking bolder action, more lucrative action, more strategic action, so you can be less busy and more wealthy, okay? So in this uh, story, Charlie Munger, he has $10 million, okay? Now, you can put a number on it, whatever number you want, but we're going to use $10 million from him because that's the true story of what happened. So here's what happened to Charlie, and I understand that he did this later in his life, but but this is a good lesson for what you can take away from it, which is to do achieve more wealth with less moves. He has 10 million. He reads this um, publication called Barron's. It's it's a publication where you open it up and you read about stocks and companies and so forth. And it's been around a long time. And he reads it for 50 years, right? 50 years, doesn't move, doesn't play the game, doesn't move the pawn, doesn't move a piece on the chessboard yet. He just has 10 million. Okay, from all the other moves he'd done in his life, he had 10 million, okay? So he says, well, what am I gonna do with the 10 million? And so he didn't like, he wanted to grow the wealth. Okay. And so he reads this Barron's publication for 50 straight years, doesn't make a move with the money, doesn't buy any stocks, nothing. Anyway, after 50 years, he he finds a company in Barron's. I forget what the name of the company is, something tech. Um, Off the top of my head, I don't know, but he actually finds this company in there and it's selling for really cheap. Okay. And it's an, it's a US auto parts uh, company. And he says, well, you know what? I saw it and I was like, well, that's really cheap. I think I'm going to buy some. And he bought the bonds. Then he invested uh, He invested $10 million in owning the company, stocks. And then what happened was the company, fifth, the, the price of the stock 15X'd from there. It's incredible, right? In a short time frame. But he sold out at 8X, which means he eight-folded his money in one chess move. He took $10 million, made one chess move, and he took his wealth from $10 million to $80 million in a very short time frame. Okay, so he 8x his wealth in one chess move. Okay, the story doesn't stop there because what happened after that was he said, "Well, how? What am I going to do now? What's my next chess move?" And so then, what he did was he engaged a guy called Lee Lu. Now, for you guys who don't know who Lee Lu is, he's a prodigy. He was actually a leader of the Tiananmen Square uh, revolt that happened in China in the late 80s. You know where the tanks came down the 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 park there, and there's like the shopping the guy holding his shopping bags in front of the tanks. There was a hunger strike. It was Tiananmen Square. You go Google it. Anyway, Lilu was leading that as a, as a student back in China. He fled China. He went to Colombia. He got a scholarship to go to Colombia and he got scholarship money in advance. And what he did was he took his scholarship money and he actually invested it in stocks. And by the time he graduated, and I believe he graduated, he got a triple degree in law, uh, MBA. He, he did like three really heavyweight degrees. And he graduated. He did them all at once. And he graduated. When he graduated, by the time he graduated, he'd taken that money, his tuition money that he got in advance for his scholarship, and he'd invested it, and he'd made it into a million dollars by graduation day. So this guy is clever. Anyway, Charlie Munger meets him, becomes friends with him. So at this point, Charlie's got this eighty million that he made out of this one one chess move, this one investment in this stock. And he then got the eighty million, and he realized that Lee Lu was, you know, very good at this game. And he wanted to outsource this next wealth move to Lee Lu. So he just gave the $80 million to Lee Lu. 
And Li Lu invested it and made 800 million. So he turned the 80 million into 800 million. So he 10X'd it from there for Charlie. So what I love about this is Charlie Munger turned 10 million into 800 million in just two chess moves, just two. Oh my goodness. I think about that and think, my God, how clever, thoughtful. And it, it reminds me of John D. Rockefeller because he would always, he, he was the, he's been the richest man in history. And he said, um, he said, the busy man has no time to make money. And I love that quote. And it's like, well, Charlie wasn't busy. He was smart and strategic. And he placed one move, 8x his wealth, another move, and 10x his wealth. Boom, boom. Right? Very patient, thoughtful, and so forth. And that's the message I want to get across in this episode is that wealth games are not busy games. Okay? Wealth games are strategic. It's, it's trying to win the game of chess in as least moves as possible. And the world records too. So Charlie did a perfect example of took two, two chess moves on the wealth board and created 800 million, which is almost a billion. I mean, it's incredible. So you can do that on a smaller scale. I understand you don't have 10 million. I get all that. And you don't even need money. It's like what one move can change everything. So how I'm applying that to my personal life is, uh, it's like, what's the move I can make next that makes everything else redundant or takes us to the next stage or whatever it might be. So it can be, it might be, well, we, we're going to run, um, I'm going to run a workshop that's going to do this, or I'm going to run, you know, cause there's a lot of leverage in that, or I'm going to write another book, which we're doing it. And it's going to do steer this education business this way. Um, one time it was like, well, I'm going to start a podcast because there's a lot of leverage in that. And so it's like, what thing am I going to do in 2024? That's going to move the wealth dial really far for me personally. It's a book and it's also business acquisition. So buying a business. To, to, to bolt on, right? Or it's going to be buying this stock. So, which which in our portfolio we've done. So we've positioned our portfolio to hopefully 2X over the next 12 months. So that's a wealth move to 2X the portfolio. So to double, to get a 100% return on the portfolio in a year, to write a best-selling book, to acquire a business. Um, and, you know, there'll be other things within our other businesses we'll do that we'll, we'll aim this year to move the dial, Okay. And sometimes what happens is you can get caught up doing too much stuff and it doesn't really move the dial, but it takes your energy. So this year, I'm going to be very conscious to not utilize, big, just be very thoughtful with my energy, not just my time, of course, which is what I'm thoughtful with, but I mean, be thoughtful of my, what I'm steering my energy into, what I'm steering my time into, the relationships I'm investing in, and the money that I'm deploying to invest, where's that going? Where is the best and highest use for that money? Because maybe it's not, um, you know, it could just be in a book. It could be, it, you don't know, right? And which partnerships am I going to develop to take the wealth game to the next level? And those are the types of thoughtful conversations I have with myself when it comes to deploying money, getting into business relationships, who I spend my time with, what sort of decisive tactical moves do we make in our businesses? I'm thoughtful about, will this move the dial or is this, this just something we're doing to stay busy? And that's a very important conversation to have with yourself. So I think for you, for you if you're realizing, fire, I feel like I'm just busy, busy. I'm, got, I'm working hard. It's, it's all happening, but my money's not moving. Well, you're playing a game of checkers. So I would encourage you to stop right now and start thinking more strategically and start playing game of chess. How you can do that more effectively is to continue your learning journey. Because if you improve your financial literacy, you can take over the world. And I feel like financial literacy and literacy in general, but people can't read or they, and by the way, if you can read and you don't read books, it's the same as not being able to read. 
So people that don't read and don't know how to do basic arithmetic and money in numbers, you're going to find it hard to play a game of chess. So if you're at that level, the very first stages are to explore those two major foundational wealth concepts of reading and money, which is basic arithmetic. Okay. Now, if you haven't read my book, that's a good place to start. Keep listening to this podcast. Come to our Mind and Money event that's coming up if you want an in-person experience. Come into our 12-month mentorship program. Actually, it's about to go to six months shortly. So if you want to start soon, you you, you might want to hurry because I'm, we're getting people results in less than six months. So we don't need 12 months. So if you want to start getting serious results, do the mentorship program. If not, just do whatever it is. Start educating yourself so that you can play chess. Because there's no, there's no point in me doing this episode and you're like, well, how do I play chess? Well, that's the first step. Go learn the rules of the game. Money's no different. Learn the rules of money. It's very basic. It's not that hard. Same as chess. You just need someone to show you. And then once you do that, you can start to do cool things. You can start to invest. Like what Charlie did, right? Like what I do. You can start to buy businesses. You learn how to do that too. You can start to, you know, if you want to write a book, you write a book. If you want to do a podcast, you can start a podcast. But if no one's showing you, you can't make these decisive moves and you'll be you'll be destined to a life of checkers for the rest of your life. So it is important to learn the rules of the game. That's why financial education and financial literacy and investing in yourself and skilling up and learning and knowledge is the most important part of the wealth gain. Because without understanding the rules and knowing how to play, then this episode won't mean anything because you can't make any decisive chess moves because you're just stuck in checkers. Okay. So don't be stuck in checkers. In 2024, make some bold moves. If you're worried about, oh, what if I lose money? Money's not what you need. If you've got a few thousand bucks and you're like working in a job you don't like, you're like, oh, my life's not that good. You don't need money. It's obviously not serving you anyway. So why hold on to it? Get rid of it. Money is best you best utilized when it's spent on something you know effectively it's no good just hoarding money utilize it that's how you become a person of value it's how you move the wealth game okay you've got to invest the money into something else and then something else and then something else so please don't sit on your cash start utilizing it all right start playing a game of chess instead of checkers that's the episode i hope you've enjoyed it if you've enjoyed this particular episode a few nuggets in there i think and a few book recommendations but really take this lesson on board share this episode with a friend thanks so much for leaving a five-star review we have I think 110 now, which is amazing. We have a big goal for the podcast this year to have 10,000 subscribers, which would be huge. And uh, thank you for everyone who's listening and sharing this to their Instagram stories. If you share it, I'll share it to my feed. And um, thank you for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you this whole year. It's going to be so good. Uh, this podcast is going to rip in 2024. Hopefully it's really helping you move your wealth journey forward and you're enjoying it. And I can't wait to roll out these next few episodes coming up. And by the way, we're running a, this, I don't know when this is going to air. Maybe we'll do this one first off the bat, Phil. But I'm running a, a goal-setting workshop live Sunday the 7th at midday, Queensland time. It's free. Jump into our uh, Facebook group. Phil's got the link at the bottom of the, the show notes. Jump in the Facebook group. Go to my Facebook profile. You can actually comment me and I'll send you the link to register. Come and kick off your year with us for free. You'll learn cool stuff. It's going to be high vibing. Very popular last year. Come and join it. Okay. And if you've listened to this episode, it's too late. Jump to our Facebook group and check out the replay. All right. Great. Let's go make 2024 huge and can't wait to talk to you soon. Money Goes on Trees podcast. Stay wealthy. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. 
If you like the show, you might want to check out her book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 